Want to learn how to build a candle business from your kitchen table? On this podcast, I share the inspirational interviews from the attendees on my candle courses. I'm Jo McFarlane, candle maker and candle coach, and this is my podcast, Lighting the World, One Candle at a Time. So, hi, Kelly. We have the most amazing um, Kelly Marie Brown, who is the founder of the fantastically uh, successful candle company Rock and Rose Aromas with us today. Kelly, um, I'm so privileged to have you here because watching you on your journey and your candle making is is truly inspirational and I'm hoping that all the other women, not only just candle makers, but actually women in business uh, can listen to you today and hear about your journey because it is really inspirational and you've not had it easy, you've had your ups and downs um you know in business as we all do but we'll talk about those as we go as we go through the interview but yeah so welcome welcome tell us about your week because I'm so glad to actually have you this week because it's been a bit of a a peak of a week for you isn't it tell us about yeah tell us what's happened to you this week well as you said it has been a bit of a whirlwind and I'm really pleased to be here talking to you about it so first of all we had three days in Souk in Edinburgh, the St James's Centre last week, which was a pop-up shop, um, and it was absolutely fantastic to be there. So that was the first kind of pop-up shop that I've done that's not been like a, a craft fair sort of thing. So just to be in somewhere that was so professional, like a professional stage and professional setting, and to have all my products laid out, it was a real surreal experience. So and, that, and that's a fantastic new St James's Quarter, isn't it? Uh-huh. So it was brand new, a brand new store. Um, there's quite a few of them across the country as well. So there's a new one opening in the Metro Centre as well, which I'm going to be down there for seven days as of next week, actually. So the, the girls who run Souk, um, they're actually taking my products down and uh, they're going to be selling them in the, the Metro Centre. So I'll be in there for seven days as well. So, yeah, it's all go. That's amazing. And tell, tell us about Friday night. Well, Friday night uh, caused a bit of a two-day hangover, but <laughs> it was worth it. Um, I actually picked up an award for the Scottish Prestige Awards for Candle Retailer of the Year. So that's been my first my first big proper award as well. So, yeah, it's been a, a great experience the last couple of weeks. I'm still buzzing yet from it all. <laughs> it's amazing, honestly. And that's great that you're going to be down at the Metro Centre as well. It's fantastic so getting down to the nitty-gritty tell us your morning routine how do you start the day um working for rock and rose aromas well um i'm not really a morning person so my routine in the morning is a bit random and just kind of getting up and getting the kids out the door to the school on time is like my first (laughs) 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 um, working from the afternoon late into the night sort of thing. I do a lot of my working hours up till midnight, one o'clock do in the morning. really? Wow. I'm not a morning person at all, which probably doesn't help the fact that I work so late at night, which makes me not be that great in the morning anyway. So if I could probably turn my, my hours around a wee bit, it would help. But I just find I can't really focus very well easily in the morning. I'll I, focus a bit better from the afternoon. 
late into the late into the night sort of thing. So my morning morning routine is purely just try to get the kids to school on time. No fun. <laughs> which is a which is a, a job in itself. I think as well. I think sometimes like I've never generally been a morning person, but I think sometimes we look at other people's routines and think you know you maybe feel a bit lazy because you're a night owl but actually you've got to understand that if you're doing all those hours at night then that's still work you know and just because you're not getting up at 5 a.m doesn't mean to say you're working any less and you know and I think it's been shown actually you know people's kind of body rhythms um that there there are the night owls and you know my friends she'll work to like 2 a.m and I think oh my gosh I would never like I'm in bed by 8 30 at night especially when you've got everything to make and to pour I do find it easier to just to concentrate and to focus on the task at hand when it's at night once the kids are in bed I know I'm not going to get um, interrupted or anything like that so yeah and And then I look at your routine in the morning and you're up at five o'clock in the morning or whatnot and away doing so many things it's just completely polar opposite from myself But then I go to bed at like, I'm quite happy to get in my bed at eight o'clock, half past eight. <laughs> but at least I, I think with that, you won't have the interruptions that you would normally have. Like maybe people come into the door or or business calls or, you know, like when you get, um, you know, sort of scammer calls. You wouldn't get all any of that interruption. So actually, there's a lot to be said, you know. So how many hours would you say that you work on your business in a day? And do you, do you work like Monday to Friday? I've not really got set set days and set hours, to be honest. Um, it just depends on what tasks I'm needing to get done in that week. Sometimes if I've got a fair or an event coming up, then that's full-blown 14, 16 hours a day for, for, for a week straight. Mm. So it's trying to get everything done. But then once I've got lots of stock made up, I can generally take the hours down a bit and just maybe more concentrate on my social media side and maybe some paperwork and, and things like that. So it just swings and roundabouts, depending on what ta- tasks I've got to do and what events I've got coming up sort of thing. It's It can change each week. But I mean, there's some days where I might only need to spend like a few hours in, in a day on it. And then I'm in control of everything else. I've got the school runs done. I've got all the after school kids clubs that I can run about on. And then there's other weeks where it's constant work for 14, 16 hours a day. And my mum and my husband have to run about doing the school runs and all the kids clubs and things. So it just depends, really. Uh, so do you think there's do you think it's the hours are a lot longer than you thought it was going to be before you? Definitely. I mean, my hourly rate is probably in the pennies. <laughs> it's, it's so like so many hours to, to, to put in to, to try and get anything out of it. And I'm so slow at everything. My whole life is just trying to concentrate on everything. And I'm just, my speed at life in general is just, <laughs> like my spirit animal is definitely. <laughs> I was going to ask you, actually, I was going to, I was going to include that in the um, the questions. If you were an animal, what would it be? And actually you've answered it. So <laughs> Even my 10 year old says that I was just slow. <laughs> really oh my gosh that is such a surprise I'm just I just take everything in my stride really and I don't really rush about and then so I do take a bit longer to get around all the tasks whereas my husband and my son they're both really hyper and really buzzing about all the time so 
I'm just a bit more relaxed, a bit more laid back. <laughs> oh, well, I hope um, I hope everybody can take a bit of inspiration out of that, because I think sometimes we do feel that we should be doing like 10 things at a time and a, a thousand miles an hour. So tell us, how do you motivate yourself? You know, are you quite a disciplined person or? Yeah, I do try to be. I think my motivation, I think, definitely comes from my customer's Definitely, because they're always like, they'll drop me a message if they're wanting to come and pick something up or they'll email me or they'll go to my website. So I'm all constantly on the ball trying to make sure everything's done just right for them. So I don't really have the chance to be lazy about it. So if I've got my orders are needing to go out, then I have to just get get on the ball and, and get going. Tell us, before you had your candle empire, Rock and Rose Aromas, what did you do before? What was your... I was a dental nurse for about 18 years. Um, I'd done that full-time, and then when I had the kids, I, I moved to part-time. I enjoyed it. I did enjoy it, but I did feel like I'd kind of outgrown it a bit at the end. I went down to part-time, and the last few years, there was just so many changes of protocols and policies, and I couldn't really keep up with the, the change in the whole dental nursing environment, so... I knew I needed to find something else that I wanted to do. And then that's where, lo and behold, I came across your candle courses and I've never looked back since. Yeah. And do you think, like, do you have like earliest memories of candles or you just kind of fell in love with it um, when you discovered it? Or do you think, you know, you, can you sort of pinpoint a, a point in history where you thought, oh my gosh, I remember being a child and... Um, I was a, probably about 18, I think, actually, when I first found candles. I, I moved down to Brighton, um, down on the south coast for a few oh, years. Oh, did you? Yeah, there was actually a Yankee candle shop down there, and um, I was absolutely hooked for years. All my money would go on candles. So I've just loved them ever since. And then when I moved back up here, I kind of went off the whole Yankee candle thing trying to find something a bit more because my husband used to get headaches constantly so he hated candles he didn't like them at all he didn't want me to burn them in the house but I had to find an alternative so that's when I found soy candles so I I used to buy the soy candles and then he never had a headache after that it was quite quite crazy the difference of uh, candles what was your favorite scent in the Yankee candle ones just out of like well, it was the cranberry and orange. So it was a right fruity, fruity sort of one. And I liked Starry Night as well, which was kind of like a masculine sort of aftershave type scent. Oh, and what, um, so what inspires you now for your, your current scent choices? Is it your customers or? I'm forever buying sample fragrances. And um, I just, I try and make sure I've got something for everybody. Like I've got the fruities, I've got the florals and Maybe something a bit more spicier and woody. But like my favourite scents are generally woodies and spicy scents. Um, I don't really, I'm not a big lover of like floral fragrances mm-hmm. and things. Mm-hmm. I just try and make sure I've got things that everybody's going to like, really. I mean, there's something for everybody. So that's, and I do have quite like, I'm obsessed with perfumes. I've got expensive tastes in perfumes, unfortunately. But <laughs> what, tell us, tell us, yeah, just randomly <laughs> tell us what your favourite perfume is. Oh, my favourite ones are the Le Labo um, Tonka, Tonka 25, I think it is, and um, Penhaligon's Halfetti. So that's my two, that's my two favourites. I like that Halfetti, actually. That's... That is, it's absolutely stunning. 
but I do like luxury things, things that kind of like just scream a bit more luxurious than than mm-hmm. ever. Mm-hmm. Have you tried that molecule that you can Ooh, you can get one? in to your own sort of yeah yeah. yeah. No, I haven't. That's on my list, though. A couple of people um, had had it on in separate days in the workshops, and I was like, oh, what is that scent? What are, what are you wearing? And they're like, oh, you know, that's molecule. And yeah. And did it smell Oh, yeah. You, it did, but you could tell it was the same scent. Oh, it was, yeah. It was, yeah. You should try I that. About that, yeah. That's next on the list. Might ask Santa Claus for that. <laughs> or blend your, yeah, blend your own. <laughs> Um, so what tell us out of all your scents what is your best seller um I've got a new fragrance like it's like a smoky vanilla tobacco vanilla that I use in my black matte raindrops and that has just I've struggled to keep that in stock it's been everybody has absolutely loved it it's such a beautiful beautiful scent the smoky tones to the the vanilla is just absolutely amazing so yeah that's probably at the moment that's my top my top seller but then my original amber, orange and vanilla, which is absolutely stunning as well. I've never met anybody that's never liked that. And that was one of the first candles I've ever made. So it's really special to me, that one. Wow. That's your sort of signature scent. Um, and, you know, when you're working and you're, um, yeah, because you actually, you're currently working from home, aren't you? Tell us a bit about that. Oh, wow. It's, that's really, really hard work. Working from home. <laughs> Um, I've got the kids running about, I've got the school runs. My husband, uh, he's such a tidy freak that he like he really struggles. The fact that my house is like a candle workshop, it's a factory. It's, I've got camping tables up in the, the kitchen, I've got camping tables in the utility room, the spare room's overtaken by all my products and the garage is overtaken by my products. The kids have barely got anywhere to eat. So during the summer, it's fine. They can go and have a picnic in the garden. <laughs> it's hard. That's the thing I really struggle with is working from home. Mm-hmm. Taking over the whole house. So Yeah, defining your space. Yeah. And, and when you're pouring and like when you're, you know, when you're junior candles, do you have like your music blaring or the radio or do you listen to podcasts or what's your go-to? Um, I like sort of Ibiza sunset type music that's what I would normally listen to or Enigma that's one of my favourites to to work to but I find it when I'm at the real nitty-gritty of the pouring and the calculations and the measuring all my oils and things I like silence then yeah like when I'm waking up and I'm just pottering and tidying and cleaning my jugs and things like that I like the music on and but when I start to pour that's when it's silence I really enjoy silence Mm -hmm. (laughs) so loud and full of hustle and bustle that when I do have a chance to work on my own and nobody's in I I do like the silence it it really helps me focus and I I think you need that as well to think oh gosh did I put did I put that fragrance oil in you really need to be you know fully uh, concentrating how would you describe yourself as a person apart from a sloth (laughs) <laughs> which you're certainly not in my eyes you're the most elegant sloth there has ever been <laughs> you know how are you as a you know are you really do you love socializing and I'm actually really quite quiet I'm not the I, I socialize with my friends and I do enjoy all that as well but I'm I'm just quite a quiet person quite a reserved person I would be generally the quietest one in the room 
if we're there in a, in a group and things like that. Like, I just kind of like to observe sort of thing and I don't like to have the focus on me and, and stuff like that. So I'd probably say just I'm just quiet and reserved. But then after a wine or two, I might not be so. <laughs> we'll see on Friday when we've got our Ignite Tribe lunch. <laughs> I'll hold you to that. And um, so, Kelly, what, what advice would you give somebody that's wanting to start their their own candle business? Um, definitely, you'll never be 100% ready. You'll never feel like that you're ready to do it. So you just have to trust the process and dive straight in and go for it. And then you learn on the job as well. Like when I first released my fragrances, I, I released them in time for Mother's Day and I only had four. And um, I, I didn't think four was going to be enough, but I mean, it was. And then I managed to just grow on my products. So I literally had four candles and four diffusers when I first started. And you just grow from there. You learn through any mistakes that you made. You learn what works and what doesn't. Yeah. You learn from, from your customers' point of views what they like and what they don't. And you just grow from there. So you'll never feel 100% ready. You just dive in and see where it takes you. Do you know, that is an absolute fantastic piece of advice because we've definitely been talking this week a lot about perfectionism and you know, <clears throat> procrastinating, getting started because you're trying to perfect what it is, mm-hmm. you know, and what is perfection, you know, because what's perfect in your eyes is different than somebody else's eyes. So actually perfection doesn't exist. But I think definitely starting before, that's a great bit of advice. And I think a lot of the, the women and gents listening to this, you know, should take that um, a lot away from that because and just start because Actually, your business now probably looks very different than what you imagined it to be, you know, a couple of years ago. That was two and a half years ago now. And as I said, I only had four fragrances and now I've got probably nearer the 10 fragrances and the wax melts and room perfumes and things. So you just grow. You yeah. just evolve and grow and you it changes it's so change it's changeable all the time. So Yeah, and you can change it because it's your choice as well, you know. Tell us. Um, if you want, what's your been your biggest failure, and um, and what did you learn from it? You probably not, but you know. <laughs> I think that my worst thing is probably I really struggle keeping on top of messages and emails, and I forget who I've contacted and who I still need to contact, and that's the hardest part as well is just keeping on top of like customers' emails or messages and. So I'm not great at that. It can take a couple of days before I can actually get around everybody sort of thing. So, but then when you're doing everything yourself, I mean, I'm literally as a one, I'm a one woman band here. So yeah. I don't always have time to sit and go through my messages every single day. So yeah, the following day before I could reply or my emails, like sometimes I'll, I've got an email sitting that I need to reply to and then I've maybe forgot that I've not replied to it. Yeah, And then a couple of days before I thought, oh no I've not I've not replied to that email I'll need to go and do it now yeah so that's the thing that I, that I do let myself down on definitely mm-hmm. tell us how do you chill out what what do you do to take a bit because it's about to be hard with you having the business at the house as well mm-hmm. um how do you manage to you know take some time out to yourself and sharpen the saw I actually like baths I really love a bath with some beautiful bath salts. Um, that's probably my favourite. I mean, is that your own bath salts? <laughs> no, no, it's my friend. She's actually got her own business. Who yeah. she makes bath salts and things like that. So I actually buy them off her, or or the product swap, swap for candles and bath salts. 
<laughs> which is good. trading. Yeah. I do like baths and just sort of spending time with the kids as well, having a weekend where I actually can just take the weekend off, which is rare. Sometimes like I generally do a bit of work every single day, but it's great just to sort of hang up the, the wicks for a couple of days and just spend some time with the kids. But yeah. I like doing my own as well. I do like my own company and I do find like if I really need to recharge, I do just need to go and take myself away and shut myself in the bath for a couple <laughs> of hours with my Kindle. <laughs> just sort of recoup that way. Because you have a busy, um, you've got two kids, haven't you? And um, and a husband. So, and I, and I think the question's always aimed at women, which is quite wrong really, because you say, you know, how do you, how do you juggle? Whereas I think, I don't know if men, many men would get asked that question. How do you juggle, you know, your family life? So do you just, you have your, your mum help you as well? Um, yeah, my mum's on hand all the time. I mean, she, I could, literally couldn't do it without her because my husband works offshore as well. So he's, he can be away for six weeks at the time. So I'm trying to run the house, run the kids, run the business it's full on and I get I do get quite overwhelmed sometimes whereas my mum is like the most common influence she will come down and she'll say right we'll get this done and then you can get that done and then she just calms me down and then I could sort of focus and concentrate again on the tasks wow it wow really has helps well, with the child things yeah well if there was a superwoman award out there right now you should definitely be going for that because honestly you know when I when I hear the bit when I see the business that you've created plus your two children your husband working away honestly you are a superwoman here's here's a question if you were shipwrecked on a desert island what two items would you take with you if all your food imagine like if all your food all those things you know you don't have to take a tent or anything what two things not including your gorgeous children what two things would you take with you I think I would definitely have to have some music of some description. Um, nice to to chill out to and probably cocktails, I think, actually. <laughs> a bartender. <laughs> <laughs> what is your go-to cocktail, by the way? Oh, a Long Island iced tea. Oh. <laughs> or the um, pineapple and coconut sort of pina coladas. Oh, nice, nice. So um, tell us what, if you can actually, tell us what's next for the business. If Unless it's top secret, of course, we don't want to be sharing that. Ooh, what's next? I've got Souk and the Metro Centre coming up. Um, so that's seven days. My mum's actually going down for two days. She's I'm going to book her into a hotel. She's going down with her friends. So she's going in to help uh, run the shop a wee bit for, for that. And then I've got something really exciting in November, which I'm looking forward to. So that's seven days in John Lewis. So I'll have my own um, pop-up home fragrance counted in John Lewis for seven days as well. That's in November. And then what else is coming up? We've got the Fife Retail Business Awards. Uh, we've been shortlisted for that as well. So that's next month as well. So yes, that's exciting. That's really exciting. Well, we wish you all the luck for that. Um, I'm sure you'll bring home another award so finally um where can people buy tell everybody where they can buy your fantastic candles from well I run mostly my business through my Facebook page actually so on Facebook just type in rock and rose aromas and up will pop my Facebook page so it's quite active on there I get 
quite a lot of engagement, which is amazing. My customers are just absolutely fantastic and so supportive. So I do most of my, my work through there. Um, I've got Instagram as well, and I've got a few local stockists, couple in Fife, um, a new one in Kirkcaldy that's opening next week. And there's one in Kinross and Bailey's and one down south, down um, Boucher, something it's called. So it's down south, the, the, a gift shop down there that supplies them. And my website as well. So it's uh, www.rockandrosearomas.co.uk. So there's quite a few, quite a few. Honestly, Kelly, thanks so much for coming on the podcast today. I'm just so honoured to have you. And thanks so much for taking time out because I know how busy you are. And you're probably going away to do the school run and, you know, do, do all the clubs, etc. But thanks so much. Um, and we look forward to seeing Kelly um, winning lots more awards in the future. Thanks so much. Thank you. Thanks for listening. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Check out the show notes for further information and how to get in touch. If you haven't subscribed already, you'll find us on Apple, Google, Spotify and all good podcasting apps. You can follow me at Joe McFarlane on Instagram, screenshot this and share to your stories. Tag me and let me know who or what inspired you. I use Gusto, a leading meal delivery service, and it's utterly amazing and has not only reduced my food waste, but it's totally transformed the way I cook. It's encouraged me to try new recipes every week. Use the code in the show notes for a discount. See you next time.